I V M. And welcome back to another episode of Simplify. Yet another episode. Somehow or another, we just managed to. Yes. <laughs> And not Guess just what? have we managed to survive this long and carry out or not just have you listeners or, managed uh, you know, to survive this we long. We have recruited another accomplice. Well, only for this episode, we are interviewing very old friend. As he's going to be a guest on our episode, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah. So introducing. Grandmaster, also known as Harshal Modi. Hello, hello, Harshal. Hello, 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 hello. Yes, that's Harshal. Uh, Harshal and I go back a long way. Uh, we've shared a lot of stuff on Pagal Guy. Uh, when I went through some accidents in 2011, <laughs> yes. Harshal uh, uh, ferried me off to hospitals and uh, things like that. <laughs> so, on that very happy note, <laughs> we should. So, Harshal is here for a very specific reason. Yeah. Um, So one of the things that we've been, I, at least I have been very keen on, is uh, this whole idea of mindfulness meditation. And I'm, as you doubtless know from the uh, vigor with which I speak, I'm advancing in years. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty old, and uh, closer I get to making my maker, I find myself wondering about what life is all about, what things and all, you know, everything. And one of the things that uh, bothers me is how little time I spend with myself, knowing myself. Just so I, I was just talking about all these things to Harshal, and at that time I didn't know that he was into meditation and things like that. And he gave me a lot of really, really good, you know, inputs. And I'm just going to ask him to talk more yeah. about. Just before, just yeah. before we get into that, uh, mm. so Harshal has been associated with the Global Vipassana Pagoda mm. for a very long time. Uh, for people who don't know no, what not that is, not just the pagoda, actually the mo whole movement. The whole movement. Mm. Uh, yeah. For people who don't know what the GVP is, uh, sometimes when you, uh, when the smog clears away from Bombay skies, you see this beautiful triangular, uh, almost triangular, uh, yeah. golden structure in the skies somewhere from the. Malad East ish hmm. region, you know, near Essel World. That is a global vipassana pagoda, and Harshal has been associated with that for a very, very long time. So, Harshal, yes, what do you, sir? So, vipassana is actually uh, a meditation technique. Uh, it was rediscovered by the Buddha. Now, uh, historically speaking, if you talk about the Buddha, then people would say that either he is a reincarnation of uh, one of India's. Myriads of gods, or he started a religion called Buddhism. But uh, to say that is quite wrong, and it would almost say that Sachin Tendulkar is known only for a hook and a glance. Hmm. <laughs> he is actually known for a lot, lot more. He gave us a technique of living life. He gave us ways to lead our life in a much more moral, much more fruitful manner, which would be quite useful to us. Throughout our lives, and in our interactions with people around us, and I'm guessing in a slightly more credible manner than Deepak Chopra, in a lot more <laughs> credible manner, uh, in a lot more experiential manner, in the sense that he actually experienced the whole highs and lows himself mm -hmm. before he actually taught it to others. So uh, the Buddha rediscovered this meditation technique. It's called Vipassana. Vipassana is uh, like a lot of Indian words, a mixture of two words. We're called uh, Pashana. Pashana is to see. Mm. And V is uh, like it's a prefix for special. Hmm. So to see in a special manner, to to observe the reality as it is. Oh, 
So that's what Vipassana is. So it teaches you how to observe the reality within you as it is. And that's what the meditation technique is. It is a very helpful technique. It helps in a lot of ways. I'll just tell you a couple yeah, of yeah. ways yeah, it yeah. does. So concentration of mind increases. Uh, memory becomes very sharp. Uh, decision making power improves. Improved efficiency and productivity. Capacity to work increases. So these are all things that typically would be welcome in a s- standard world. Yeah, and most people take coffee for that. You don't need to addict yourself to something <laughs> as dangerous as caffeine for that. Uh, it's just your own observation powers. Sure. So that's what the meditation. So meditation primarily is the observation of something around you. Mm-hmm. And vipassana is one of those techniques that makes you observe things in you. Hmm. And there is no external uh, input to it. So within, yeah, you're looking within. Within, and not only within, but. Uh, purely mm-hmm. so there is a lot of purity to it in terms that you know you are not adding any extern- extraneous item to it so for mm-hmm. example if someone says you know, you know um, like you do yoga mm-hmm. so yoga is a meditation technique wherein you are within mm-hmm. it's your own body that you are meditating about. but the thing is it's controlled correct so you are controlling your breath or you are controlling your body postures and things like that uh, Vipassana is quite uh, different from this mm-hmm. it teaches you to observe things as they are so when okay. you are observing your breath <coughs> Uh, then you are observing your breath as it is. So if it's okay. shallow, it's shallow. If it's fast, it's fast. It's deep, it's deep. You're not controlling it the way you would do a pranayam or a, or any other okay. breath exercises. Uh, this isn't an exercise like that. It's a meditation. It's it's an observation technique. So mm-hmm. meditation by observation, purification by observation, concentration by observation. That's what the meditation technique is. Pretty cool. Yeah. So one of the things that I I want I've been meaning to ask you is I've. Uh, I've actually downloaded this app which talks about mindfulness meditation. Right. So it talks about uh, you know it. You sit in one place. You observe how your breath goes in, comes out. Mm-hmm. How you know how your body feels on the chair. Your weight on your feet. Right. Your the chair against your back and that kind of thing. So that mm-hmm. was exercise one. Yes. And I promptly fell off asleep. And so <laughs> I haven't gone to exercise two yet. But I'm, I'm, so one of my, uh, one of my, my, like my brother-in-law, mm-hmm. he, he went through Vipassana yes. and he told me a lot of, uh, about Vipassana, which sounded the same as I recall. Mm-hmm. So how is it different or is it the same as mindfulness meditation and what respects do they, are they similar and in what respects are they different? A rose by any other name is smell as sweet. As Shakespeare saying goes. So a lot of the meditation techniques, uh, when you actually uh, dissect the message, hmm. turns out that they're talking about the same thing. Correct. Okay. So, well, mindfulness meditation obviously talks about, you know, being mindful of what is happening on you, on your body. Hmm. Right. So, for example, uh, if, you're, if you're sitting down, so the, as you said, the weight of your body on the chair. Hmm. So these are very gross. These are very heavy things that happen on your body. Hmm. Right. You're observing your breath. Hmm. Uh, but what happens is what are you doing next? Hmm. you're observing something. So, for example, if uh, you were uh, carrying out mindfulness meditation and uh, a mosquito came and bit your hand, Mm -hmm. so there's an itch that you're getting. So, how did you react to that itch? So, uh, the technique, the Vipassana as a technique, primarily concentrates a lot on equanimity. Hmm. So, equanimity, equanimity is being aware of what is happening, but not reacting to it. Uh, or, or rather, refusing to refusing ha- to react to, refusing, to something, or, or, or rather, um, <clears throat> uh, not exactly refusing to react, but saying that you know what I know this is happening. I have evaluated that this is good or bad, and that's it. I'm not going not being judgmental, not, not, not being uh, not being judgmental about it, or and not, not doing anything about it. 
Yeah, but the point is you've uh, you've chosen not to react to it. So, for example, if that itch is there, now what is your typical uh, reaction? Uh, you scratch it immediately. Scratch it immediately and, and, and yeah. hope that it goes away. Yeah. This but reminds me of a Ogden Nash poem. I greatly admire Barbara Frigi. I bet she scratched when she was itchy. Ouch. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, what happens is that suddenly what is happening is that you keep scratching. Hmm. So, the itch has gone away, but you still keep scratching, scratching. the same way. Yeah. So, why has that happened? Because you are now liking... The, the itch, the, the feel of the itch. The feel of the scratch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, this, uh, instead of being a one-shot, you know, uh, action and reaction, suddenly has grown into something greater. Hmm. It has some. It has become a sort of an addiction to you. So, you like, you've started you like, start liking the itch. And it's not a natural thing to happen. Hmm. So, Vipassana actually uh, focuses on the point wherein you got that itch, you observed that itch, and you chose not to. You chose to be equanimous about that mm-hmm. itch. So, equanimity <coughs> goes beyond objectivity. The idea of equanimity goes beyond objectivity, beyond non-judgmentalness. Okay. It, it's all of them combined into mm. one. Actually, I should try this technique in office next time. My boss gives me something to work. I'll like choose to ignore. I'll say no. I'm. You know, <laughs> no, but I'm, it, it's not apathy as well. So yeah. Damn it. <laughs> actually, I did something very similar when I when I gave up smoking about ten ten years ago. So I used to smoke, not much, but. Maybe seven, eight cigarettes a day, and not much. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, for the life of me, I wasn't able to give it up. Right, so it it used to be. I I tried stopping it. I tried everything. I tried nicotine chewing gum. Yeah. Like then I Mark found Twain. I was addicted to nicotine chewing gum and cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Like Mark Twain once said, "Is very easy to give yeah. up smoking." Yeah. I've done it thousands of times. times yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then w- one day, I I was sick of so we wife and I she would hate the smell of tobacco mm. smoke and I. You know, I'd I'd get out of the house at seven in the morning, saying that I have a lot of work. I wouldn't come back till midnight because you know, if I came home, I wouldn't be able to smoke. Things that it was, it started taking control of my life. So one day, uh, I I said this is too much. So I yeah. said hell with it, and I I decided to. Give it. I, I read I read somewhere on the internet saying that the more you fight it, the more it will fight back so right. the best way is to right. sort of flow with it I, yeah. I read that somewhere and that's what I did so I, I said okay I'll, I'll get I know I'll hmm. get all that turkey right and uh, I won't do anything about it mm-hmm. Just, and it worked man yeah. I haven't smoked a cigarette for 10 years now wow, so, mm-hmm. wow. congratulations yeah. so what would have happened is okay fine uh, originally when you got a feeling of you know let's get a smoke mm-hmm. uh, your body started reacting or it had a certain you know on-off switch or an alarm system hmm. that, okay, the alarm rings, the mind says, okay, fine, we need a smoke. Hmm. So you go out and have a smoke. Now, out here, you, uh, what you do is, okay, fine, I am getting this feeling to smoke, fine. End of story. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. That's that's it. it. I have the feeling, but I, I, I uh, that's it. Yeah, that's I'm not reacting. Yeah. You know, it, hmm. But the point is, uh, it's not that easy as I'm so- making it Make sound. It's a lot more difficult. It's a lot more. Uh, it's a lot more nuanced. So you have to first achieve a sense of concentration and a sense of mastery over your own mind, saying that you know what, mm. uh, I am going to control what my mind is doing. Because the moment, typically, what happens is the moment you start doing these kinds of things, your mind then starts playing different games, mm. and then suddenly, yeah. what happens is you are distracted by something else in your mind, and then this particular kick Thing strikes in. in. And yeah, yeah. Before you know it, you are already smoking a cigarette. Correct. So that is what happens over there, and so that is what Vipassana does. So it, the whole pra- program, the actual pra- uh, session, the where you learn it, is ten days long. So what you're uh, uh, what you're saying is 
that uh, a, a technique like vipassana or mm. vipassana itself will help you be more in uh, uh, you know more, more in control of yourself like you, you yes. choose what what you yes. want to do yes it does it does it need any religious belief like do you have to believe in the buddha or anything like no that? no so again uh, as i said the buddha did not start a religion called buddhism the whole thing started actually if you really read whatever the scriptures say or if you read the history of how it happened the word buddhist or the word bodh if you uh, mm. if you are ta- talking about hindustani mm-hmm. doesn't exist in 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 the whole history of whatever written word we have till at least about 500 to 600 years after, after the buddha passed away yeah yeah this actually reminds me and i'm going as far away from buddha as possible by <laughs> the black, uh, band called black sabbath mm. okay they are often called the fathers of heavy metal mm. okay they never intended to call it heavy metal or anything but every all the music journalists called it oh black sabbath is playing heavy metal and then one of the journalists actually came to tony iommi the guitarist famous guitarist of black sabbath and said okay so you're playing that heavy metal music like what what's that <laughs> you know heavy metal the genre that you guys create oh really is that is that what it is there's something like that so gautam buddha black sabbath connect the dots next quiz question yeah so that's what uh, that's what the technique is so that's how it is actually so so the actual technique takes 10 days to learn the first 3 days you are learning how to concentrate your mind by observing your breath or rather gain mastery over the mind and that's a smaller meditation technique called anapan and which effectively means breathing in breathing out mm-hmm. and the next one after that on the fourth day onwards you learn the actual meditation technique of vipassana which is uh, observing your sensations and what is happening on your body not reacting to it you know observing them equanimously and then purifying your own mind so it's it's like this so for example if you have uh, if say you have a stuff okay now uh, it is bu- and you're putting fuel on it mm-hmm. and it's burning okay now before it before all the fuel gets uh, used up and the fire is uh, is uh, gone you put more fuel on it mm-hmm. yeah okay and you put even more fuel on it mm-hmm. and you put even more fuel on it so what is going to happen and but what you are expecting is the fire to go out yeah and you are mm. doing exactly the, the opposite, opposite. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. so mm-hmm. what vipassana does is by being equanimous what you are doing is you using up the fuel you are depriving it of the of fuel, fuel. Yeah. you are depriving nice. it of mere fuel more so mm-hmm. you are yeah. depriving it of mere fuel mm-hmm. by not reacting to it so what's happening is that the lovely. fire is burning the fuel is used up nice lovely yeah and slowly what's going to happen is all the fuel gets used up and the fire is out so this is incredibly interesting i i am sure it's uh, you know on a, on a very very practical way uh, it's it's probably a terrific way of getting rid of all kinds of addictions such uh, as uh, not just substance okay such as temper such as uh, you know procrastinate yeah, yeah impatience certainly uh, certainly yeah. but then again what you are doing is uh, missing the forest for the trees you don't make uh, you don't set up a sugar plant mm. to make molasses Mm. you sure, make sure. you set up a sugar plant to make sugar and molasses are a by product that's going to come mm. but what happens molasses are sweeter than sugar so you right. like molasses more right mm-hmm. so vipassana is like that all these benefits that you're talking about okay are like the molasses oh, they will okay. come okay okay so your your main okay. aim is to improve yourself yeah. your main aim is to purify yourself so it's yeah. like one standard okay. um course so it's very short sighted to get into Call, it to get rid of addiction so yeah. it's the one same thing that everybody goes through and then you choose how to apply that in absolutely your life. Yeah. absolutely yeah. so you you do it you are purif- you purif- purifying yourself you are improving yourself so mm. how the improvement manifests in your life 
is dependent you. on you. you it's dependent on your life it's dependent yeah. on your society it's not like you go to the vipassana and say hi hi i am impatient do you have a solution for that no it's not no, it's like one standard yes yes, yes. interesting and, and I, i've been wanting to do this for a really long time i think i'm going to enroll for sure so, yeah. but yeah it's, mm. it's it's very useful it's impre- i'm How? told that the course is free the course is free it's run on donations by past students incredible In- so incredible. all 10 days everything yes. you're staying you're eating everything is free yes so uh, you mm. arrive on by the afternoon of what we call day 0 mm. you stay there the 10 whole days mm. and you are free to leave on the morning of day 11 mm-hmm. you're done by about 637 and you are degadgeted Completely. Totally digitized. <laughs> so there is no mobiles, no smartphones, no tablets, uh, no iPads, no iPods, nothing no. IoT connected. <laughs> uh, no Walkman, no CD players, no MP3 players. Pacemakers. <laughs> Pacemakers, yes. But uh, so no books, no magazines, no newspapers. Uh, the idea is to disconnect yourself totally from the outside world. So anything that is from the outside is not allowed. Mm. It's basically like you know. it's it's a sort of maybe a mental operation so the way an <laughs> operation theater is sterilized or where the studio is you know yeah, isolated yeah, from yeah, sound yeah. uh you have to isolate yourself from the outside mm. world if you're going to go inside and cleanse yourself and what is amazing is that this o- this oasis of isolation is in bombay like <laughs> in- that, that is yeah. incredible yeah. Yeah, yeah a little bit about the location we know is it's, it's right, sl world uh, it's right next to sl world it's again uh, i'm uh, so doesn't is there, is there no noise that comes from sl world and those shrieking kids well we do get a lot of that especially in the evenings uh, yeah so uh, but yeah it's pl- it's a place called the global vipassana pagoda mm-hmm. uh, it's a place that has been started with a lot of objectives mm-hmm. when did uh, it start So we started construction sometime in 1998 oh, 1999 okay. and so it's a thing. It's, uh, yeah and uh, and it was inaugurated by the president of India in 2009 mm-hmm. so it is uh, so there are two aspects to it one is the global vipassana pagoda itself and the second is the dhammapatan vipassana center mm-hmm. so that's the meditation center it's a small even more isolated spot within the pagoda itself uh, within the pagoda complex rather where uh, meditation courses are held all right And on that note, let's take a little break, a meditative break. Would you say, Naren? Yes. Let us reflect. Yeah. All right. And we'll be back in a very short while. And uh, let's uh, pick uh, Harshal's brains a little more. And we are back with Harshal meditative. Tell us more, Harshal. So I'll just uh, speak a couple of words about the global Prashna Pagoda mm-hmm. itself. The uh, the history behind it is that this whole technique, as I said, it was rediscovered by the Buddha. The thing is, about 500 years after the Buddha passed away, the whole technique uh, collapsed. So okay. uh, the way you have uh, a classroom wherein you know you're you're taught science. So you have science, you have theory, you have practical. So you go to a lab and conduct mm-hmm. practicals. Mm-hmm. So you so science has a theory and a practical aspect to it, right? so you learn something in class and you actually go into a lab and experiment it mm-hmm. and do it similarly with life you learn some things from around the around people around you and you put it and to practice improve, yeah yeah you put it to practice so the meditation technique like this also vipassana also was there is some theory to it and there is some practical aspect to it which you actually implement and put it in put it to use in life and improve and benefit from it rather so um this technique is a, the practical aspect of this whole uh, technique was lost 500 okay. years after the buddha passed away the country of myanmar burma mm-hmm. uh kept it in its pristine purity for 2500 years 
so they learnt it sometime in, uh, immediately after the buddha passed away emperor ashoka sent emissaries to them to teach it to to teach it to the people over there all this happened for 2500 years they kept it in its pristine purity and they were very grateful to india for giving birth to uh, a person like the buddha mm. so mm-hmm. they showed a grat- lot of gratitude so when the technique came back to to uh, to india and then spread across the world in the 70s the movement wanted to show our gratitude to the country of myanmar mm-hmm. for maintaining this particular technique in its mm-hmm. pristine purity for 2500 years it's a simple thing so what we decided was that uh, the places that we build the structures that we build will be replicas of uh, structures that are already there oh in in, in burma in burma in myanmar so the global upasana pagoda is actually a smaller replica of the shwedagon pagoda in uh, myanmar it's in yangon so it's Oh, so uh, that is bigger than the yeah I mean this uh, thing uh, it's uh, so this one is about three twenty five feet high. Uh, Shwedagon is three thirty feet high. Okay, so, so almost the same. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a bit smaller because of the simple fact that we want to show that our gratitude yeah, to the it's we are a bit lower than them. Mm-hmm. So the uh, relics of the Buddha that have been donated by the Mahavadi Society of India have been enshrined in this, and uh, it's India. It's the world's largest pillarless uh, stone dome. Yeah, I've been to the. pagoda it's actually yeah, it's fascinating uh, architecture mm-hmm. that dome yeah. in particular I, uh, all the bricks are just held in place or yes. something i remember so, you saying something like uh, that yeah so it's uh, so you imagine about 65000 square feet of stone uh, oh, of 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 a circle 65000 square feet uh, in area about 280 feet wide uh, that's uh, and 90 feet high that's the dome it's all held together in place by stones that have just been kept next to each other obviously they are well designed so that they don't move move yeah they wedged into place yeah, they wedged yeah. into place so mm-hmm. it's a design structure in place wherein mm-hmm. you know uh, you can uh, they, they are not uh, the the stone is stuck in place in such a way that it you, it doesn't it can't move go anymore. up or down yeah so it is impervious to weather conditions expanding contracting all those have been taken care of so care of. so whether they have to expand again you're talking about stones that are 300 to 400 kilos each each wow. <laughs> so i'm wow. talking about some millions of tons of stone i mean i will not go how many millions of tons but okay. yeah <laughs> So you said that this was a technique which was rediscovered by the Buddha. Yes. So what? Who who discovered it before that? Oh, it's a very old okay. technique. Okay. So uh, Buddhist mythology uh, is actually uh, uh, is is a religious version of the steady state theory. Hmm. So as the steady state theory says that the universe has in in place always, always, and it is going to be in place always. So similarly, uh, Buddhist theory states that you know there are cycles of birth and death. So everything happens in a certain cycle. So the Buddha also is not a single human being or or or, or a unitary occurrence. Uh-huh. There are times when a Buddha, uh, when a Buddha comes, teaches this technique, and uh, dies. and the teaching spreads across the world for a few millennia then dies out itself and then comes across then, then, then there is then there is a cycle of you know despair of death of you know hopelessness and then suddenly out of that another lotus rises and another buddha comes mm-hmm. so this is a cycle mm. so that's why that's why uh, i said read this word bummer it would be to be living in the Like the last weeks, just before, <laughs> the, the, and like you know, tomorrow is going to be discarded today. You pop it out. <laughs> oh, sure. well, bad luck. Yeah. No, but then again, mm. uh, that this mythology also believes in reincarnation. So mm. maybe oh, next week. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not a zero sum game. You always win. Yes, yeah. yes. 
so the idea of the technique the idea on a on a much loftier scale is to purify your mind to such an extent that there is no impurity left in your mind and you've attained nirvana so that is where the word nirvana comes from actually okay that you've become uh, so pure so there is uh, there is no impurity left in you wow so that's what nirvana means that's what nirvana means so yeah. that's where enlightenment so you've attained enlightenment so basically from there on okay fine no more cycle for you no more cycle for you <laughs> <laughs> so wow what if for you personally yeah. how has it uh, you've been associated with for more than 10 years now um, 20 years okay uh, so i was born into it in fact my mother and my grandmother did their course before i was but they uh, okay. learned it before i was born so okay so you you have a really long association yes, virtually do. almost uh, where did they learn it from i mean the pagoda came up only in 98 99 right um okay the pagoda is one of the newer centers actually okay. there are over 150 centers across the oh, world okay and the oldest center actually is in igatpuri Oh okay so okay. that was set up in the mid 70s okay so it's also the largest center now so okay, okay. so since you've been it, i i was going to ask you what what uh, how did it transform you as a person uh, to be honest you know what i'll tell you one thing to be honest the first time i did actually the course was when i was 6 mm. uh, the children's camp that they teach the children's camp yes they do wow, okay uh, so when i did that course i was 6 so again you are uh, i don't have a position of before and after over there yeah So but yes I can say this with absolute confidence that the challenges that one faces as one is growing up or the challenges they face as um as one enters adulthood you know they've just completed their education mm-hmm. and then they're starting work I can say with confidence that the, the way that I handled those challenges myself gave me better results gave me much more peace gave me much more stability then the way uh, my peers handled the same challenges and maybe some of them were very shaken about mm-hmm. it i wasn't really too shaken about it so that's how i've been so i don't have a before and after i mean sure, i can sure. give you examples of before sure, and after sure. also uh, but yeah that's what my case has been okay uh, i'll give you a simple example of a before and after actually a very drastic example if i may uh, this technique has been is being practiced in a lot of prisons across india oh yeah it's taught to prisoners mm. So uh, there's this prison. Uh, there's this example in a Rajkot prison. So a man is in for murder, and uh, he is typical of all, uh, you know, uh, pris- all all prisoners, all convicts. Uh, angry guy, you know, angry at the world, angry, mm-hmm. angry at the system, angry at the government for putting him in prison and things like that. Okay, he learns this technique, and uh, he goes undergoes a sea change in the way he behaves. he asks for forgiveness uh from the widow of his victim okay okay uh then he takes over using the prison's uh, employment program he takes over the maintenance of this widow's family wow yeah and the widow is so overwhelmed by this transformation that she comes to the prison ties a rakhi on his wrist wow Ties a rakhi on the wrist of the murderer who murdered her husband. Wow! Because he's wow. undergone such a sea change. So this is like a drastic example, and there are people who've undergone changes like this. That's people, amazing. People That's have given nice. up smoking. People have given up drinking. Some people have given up eating meat, because one of the core uh, principles of the technique is also mora- morality. Correct. So morality means you know not killing others. So uh, one of the tenets of morality is not killing others, not taking what is others. Hmm. I know so uh being true to yourself being true to others 
do unto others as others unto you basically mm-hmm. speaking so morality also effectively means that uh, you do not uh, kill any any living being so people there's something like that so amazing how does one sign up for this if they decide to well you can just uh, go online on the website uh, www.dhamma.org d h a m m a .org okay and uh, from there you can sign up across any center across the world yeah schedule support up and so, you can apply dhamma.org yes, yes. So great thanks so much Harshal for taking a time out I know that you are moving uh, moving to Delhi soon yes I you'll need all the so we'll of course be in touch absolutely. and uh, thanks to all our listeners from all our listeners oh, for absolutely thanks sharing so this wonderful uh, technique of it's more than a technique right it's a way of way life. of life, it's a, it's yeah. A way yeah. Of life yeah. yes yeah so stay tuned guys and see you soon yep. Thank you so much. You're welcome guys. Thank Bye-bye. you so much. Bye. 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 Bye.